Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Culture Club. Now, if you would like to enjoy skiing, snowboarding or even surfing you might not need to leave singapore anytime soon now this is because uh there's a new attraction that'll provide such activities under one roof in the heart of orchard road it's called trifecta and the attraction will be the first facility in asia to house three action sports arenas surf snow and skate now it'll be situated in the somerset area covering about forty-nine thousand square feet the action sports arenas at trifecta are inspired by the world's best in each category. So we're talking about the snow slopes of Japan, the swelling waves of Bali, and the skateboards of California. So what can we expect from this attraction when it opens later this year? Well, on the line with me is Daphne Go, the head of marketing and business development for The Ride Aside and the co-founder of Trifecta. Good afternoon, Daphne. Hi, Elliot. Thanks for having me. Tell me all about Trifecta and the relationship it has with the, the ride side. Well, Trifecta was really born out of our love for the sport. Mm. So the right side, we started back in 2015 and the aim was to provide more access to skiing and snowboarding for people living in Singapore. As you know, we don't have mountains in the backyard or anywhere close to us. So getting to the ski slope has always been a difficult thing to do. And of course, with the price point, that also means that you know it's not within reach for a lot of people in, in Singapore. So... Mm. When we did the right side in 2015, the aim was to lower that access and getting more people to the slopes. So instead of it being a bucket list that you would have to strive for once in your life, we wanted it to be a sport that people can enjoy time and again. So we've done that through our social travel concept Mm. where we bring like-minded enthusiasts together for a whole week to try snowboarding. And instead of a trip that would cost between five to six thousand dollars, which is the typical price tag, each trip cost about a thousand to two thousand dollars. So that helped more people to consider the sport and as well as to come back to it time and again. And I think we've been very lucky and um, fortunate that since 2015, we've retained over 70% of our customers to date, who are also very excited about what's happening in Trifecta, where we can now do it. Uh, 365 days right here in Singapore. Yeah, so what are we looking at um, in terms of price point for Trifecta? Because I'm, I'm at the right side uh, website and it's everything that, uh-huh. that you mentioned a little bit earlier on. Um, what kind of demographic are we trying to appeal to here? Well, for the right side and Trifecta's demographics are actually pretty similar. For the right side, we have um, a lot of PNETs, so doctors, lawyers, um, professionals, as well as also what we're seeing is people within the 18 to 25 age range mm. are also considering uh, the trips. Whereas for Trifecta, it would be the same target audience and each ticket is as low as $50 to enjoy. Okay, okay. I have tried similar, I mean, once upon a time, um, <laughs> this might give away my age, uh, in Sentosa, we had this uh, thing called Wave House and I was, uh, I was a patron like every other day. <laughs> and, and I'm just trying to imagine what it's going to be like at Trifecta. Is it something like that? Which, which phase of building are we at right now? 
Right now, we've just started construction of the space okay. and we are slated to open at the end of this year. If you've been to Wave House in Sentosa before, if you recall the experience, it is a very thin column of water. Yes. And then you'd use kind of like a foam board to yes. uh, use the machines, right? Yeah, yeah. For our machine that we are bringing in, this will actually create a 1.5 meter column of water. Wow. Kind of the equivalent of the big waves that you get in Bali during the good season. Right. And you can actually use actual surfboard with fins. So that opens up the possibilities of not only being able to try surfing in a controlled and safe environment, mm. true to the spirit of what the sport is, but also then being able to try on the board. This is also a space that we hope we can get athletes and youths to actually train at. We have a national surfing team in Singapore and we'd like to also provide an opportunity for them to use this space. And we've also catered special passes for athletes and youths at a discounted price. It's interesting. I, I've actually tried most recently, I think two, th- no, about three, four years ago. Uh, there is such a surfing facility at Sports Hub. I'm assuming that this is at an even larger scale. And as you mentioned, the ability to create those waves. Yes, it is. The wow. one at Sports Hub is actually pretty similar to yeah. what is being used at Wave House. Yeah. Whereas the technology that we're bringing in is drastically different. Okay. It is called the Standing Deep Wave pool. So the pool that we are bringing in, it can create a wave of up to 1.5 meters and the width of the pool is 10 meters wide. So it's actually going to be the biggest in Asia. Well, my imagination is going crazy, uh, Daphne, I gotta admit. Uh, this is so exciting. I am curious though, with, with these three action sports arenas, the surf, snow and skate, um, what's the technology like? I mean, how, how, what's behind the scenes here? Well, it's a combination of a few things where we are not here to replace the mountains and the oceans. The machines that we're bringing in will give everyone in Singapore a realistic feel of what it would be like to be in the natural element without the dangers that come with it. So if you surf or you snowboard or you ski, you are subjected to what the natural elements bring with, you know, blizzards and... um, Mm difficult ways to surf in. So this is a very controlled environment. The wave pool uses a standing deep water technology. So it's actually powered by 11 pumps in the front of the machine. So it's very different from the technology that's being used at the one at um, Sentosa and Sport Hub. Whereas for the snow machines, this is something that we are personally very excited about because we can finally do it here in Singapore. There is going to be a ski simulator machine that mm. is powered by um, virtual reality. So imagine you don't have to take a flight to Canada or Niseko in Japan. You can actually program how the slopes will look like onto the screens and the machines will move accordingly to the gradient, to the speed, wow. and everything that you imagine it to be. Uh, and, and really, right, I, I can't wait for this to be open because uh, I'm there. Uh, I, I have to tell you that. Um, I, I'm trying to imagine the, the, the snowboarding part. And let's say I'm planning a trip to, for example, Japan, for example, in the next uh, one or two years. And I take on some of the lessons in snowboarding at uh, Trifecta. How prepared will I be when I go to Japan? Because obviously it's different, right? One is a simulation. One is uh, the natural elements, like you mentioned. Yes. So the thing that a lot of people struggle with when they first uh, step foot uh, on the slopes would be the unfamiliarity of the equipment or mm. knowing how to use it on the slopes itself. Okay. So at Trifactor, you can actually take that learning 
out of your holiday and actually do it here in Singapore. So we can teach you how to use the equipment properly, do some basic maneuvers on right. the ski slopes that are transferable onto the actual snow itself. So that actually helps you to say, you know, instead of spending one whole week in Niseko and half of the time is spent learning how to get up on the snowboard, that is actually now being done in Singapore. So mm-hmm. when you get to the slopes of Japan, you know, you're immediately up there having fun instead yeah. of trying to figure things out. Yeah, oh, I totally agree. I mean, elements aside, at least uh, you can concentrate on adjusting to the elements and you can get down to actually enjoying uh, your time in Japan. Wow. Um, so... What What is the goal here as far as tourism is concerned? Because ultimately, you're not trying to compete with places like Japan. It's That's natural, right? But how do you think this is going to help in terms of the tourism sector? I think it opens up possibilities of what tourism can mean in Singapore, in okay. the tropics, where okay. we don't have the natural element. So, you know, without mountains and, and waves, there was always... Um, in in our in the board sports world, there was always a limiting factor of what Singapore can offer, not just domestically, but mm. tourism coming in. We don't see a lot of people coming into Singapore for adventure travel. You know, it's always a transit point to get to Australia or to Bali or to Japan. But right now, it can actually be a weekend stop um, for people who would like a short getaway for adventure sports. And also, in different parts of the world, we've seen countries, even such as Hawaii. Okay. Um, who, you know, home of surfing, they have actually built a 30-meter standing deep wave pool as well. So it kind of shows you the direction that uh, most of the markets are going into in terms of providing facilities for action sports. Mm, Not just relying on the natural elements and the cycle of the weather, it's also providing a year-round 365-day action entertainment uh, facility. Yeah, I can imagine that one, especially in uh, Hawaii, because the waves there are are very dangerous. I mean, the yeah. lo- the locals know it better than than us. Uh, with the right side, just just going back to the right side, I, I, I'm wondering uh, with all those lessons that you provide and and the theory I mentioned earlier on, you know, people maybe make a holiday in Singapore next year. I want to go Japan, so I go for lessons first to prepare myself. Were you seeing a lot of holiday planners? Uh, Japan holiday planners, for example, uh, using the right side as a sort of a foundation point? Yes, because I think to plan for a holiday in Japan or any of the other ski resorts uh, around the world, um, you would need to know what you're looking for. And most of the time, you know, the information online is not complete. So you'd end up overpaying for what you really don't need to. So that is what we have been trying to do at the right side as well, which is to provide the most um, holistic and also authentic way to try snowboarding and skiing in different resorts. So once you are equipped with that knowledge, you can go out to plan your own trips or come with us into the different locations that we have to explore the slopes together. So in terms of trip planning, um, that's actually taken care of end to end um, at the right site. All right. Uh, if you want to get a bit of a sneak preview, you can head over to trifectasingapore.com. Uh, lots of videos, images there. You can find out more about the right side as well. Daphne, when are we expecting uh, Trifecta to open? It's going to be later this year, right? Later this year, yes. Q4. Quarter, fourth quarter. All right, looking forward to it. I've been speaking with Daphne Go, head of marketing and business development, the right side, and co founder of Trifecta. Thank you for your time, Daphne. Take care and have a great Tuesday evening. Thanks for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg 
or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.